Thanks, Pete. Uh, wanted to just comment on a couple of things here before we have Johnny jump on. When uh, Brandy was talking about the uh, convention, at the other company, one of the agents, a top agent about five years ago, earned $203,000 on his own pen, number one agent. Came to a breakout session that I did, and he had been in the business five or six years and had never heard the four-table explanation on explaining how simplified issue worked to the client. Came up to me after that meeting, he was, oh my gosh, Dick, that's, what I, that's the missing link. And the following year, uh, and he, uh, the, at the next convention, six months later, he came up to me and he says, I just want you to know that four tables, just that one tidbit of information, increased my monthly income by four to $5,000 a month. The next year at convention, his income went from 203 to 247. And he came up to me and, and made the comment. He said, you moved me from the two to the 250 price range or income range just off of that one thing. So guys, these, these conferences, there is, now is, are you gonna go there and pick up something that increases your income $4,000 a month? I don't know. But what if you increase it 1,000 a month? That certainly was, was well worth the time. And um, Randy's right on the co-op understand there are several things that we need to do when we start our business here. This is a new business. Many of us, when we started doing this, had never run a business before. So you're in here, you can just imagine opening up a restaurant and you'd never worked in one before, all the things you have to learn to do. Well, here, you've got to learn to manage leads, set appointments, sell, learning selling skills, manage your time, learn to recruit, get agents trained and moving. Well, the good news is we have systems in place to help you with a lot of that, and Johnny's going to cover some of that this morning with us. But these are the things that we must learn to do. The co-op and the bonus leads are designed, yes, you are making money, but the main thing of it is they're teaching you a skill that you didn't have. And I say you, I should say we. Teaching us a skill we did not have when we started our business. So understanding the mechanics of all this, um, and I think probably one of the hardest things, Pete, on recruiting is you do all this work and next week you don't see any results. It's a 90-day process. It's like that bamboo tree, you know, that grew in the ground for five years and you didn't see it, and in like six months it goes 80 feet in the air. Well, that's kind of, <coughs> excuse me, kind of the way that recruiting is. So just remember, you're putting all these bamboo trees in the ground, and in 90 days you'll start seeing the re results and reward from that. So um, guys, we are here to help, so let's, let's really concentrate on reaching out. There's about 850 of you out there that we send text out to. We can't call you every day, so if you need help, I would love to be a mind reader. Well, probably I wouldn't. But uh, I would not uh, want to know what's going on in your mind. However, you can call us and let us know what's going on and what you need help with. We asked Johnny this morning to uh, talk about the commit to it for, with us today. Uh, and the reason being, Johnny, we've been friends for quite a while. We were in the other business together, but not didn't see a lot of each other at that point in time. And uh, I think the commit level, when Johnny and, I, and Connie and I joined forces at Equus, there was a different commit there, and that's why we wanted 
Johnny to share with us today. And Johnny, if you could open us up with this, um, why is commit so important, and how did you make that transition in that first phase when you came over here with us? Well, thank you, Dick. Uh, thank you, Pete, for, for having me on the call. I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of you guys' team. I just love what you guys have put together for us to follow. Uh, I, I feel like commit was something, uh, and, and of course I'll talk about it a little bit later, but you know, I've been in this business for 10 years, and you know, for the first nine years, that was not my focus. I was not committed. Uh, I did not follow a process. Um, you know, I, I feel like commit uh, to what we do here, Dick, is is something that each of us should uh, embrace. It, it's something that uh, you know. I know at the other company, it was just it was just hard to focus. It was hard to uh, stay in line with um, you know what the process was. And and I'm so thankful that when I came to Equus, that you know Rob called me one day and said Dick and Connie are going to be your mentors and your leader and your manager, and I was like there is someone or those are, are guys that I can commit to and follow exactly uh, what they asked me to do, and I think that's very important uh, for everybody that's on this call is that we we commit to those that have done this as long as you guys have, Pete, uh, follow the system, commit to what it is you guys are offering us, and don't go to the right or left. Stay focused on exactly what you guys are teaching us. So I, I think, um, you know, myself, uh, that commitment has made a world of difference in the last year in this business for me. Well, you had made the comment about how important it was. We always talk about personal development. Part of your commitment involved reading. Do you want to share a little bit about that and the books that have impacted you most? Yes, sir. I'd love to. Um, you know, I personally, uh, I start my day out by reading the Bible. I love reading what Mark and John and Luke say about their walk with Jesus on a daily basis. Uh, that time gives me direction. It gives me focus for each day. Uh, I know that uh, you and Connie, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, give us a book each month to read. Um, you know, by John Maxwell, John Gordon, uh, Frank Betker, and, and me personally, my favorite book is is uh, by Frank Betker, <clears throat> How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling. You know, I love what uh, Frank says in Chapter 6, uh, Hitting the Bullseye, you know, which, you know, basically talks about what we preach on every call about convention. And, you know, by the way, I know Pete's already mentioned this, but you know, if you're on this call today and you're a leader, you should already have your convention ticket. If not, that should probably be your next priority as soon as you get off the phone. And basically what Frank Vector says in Chapter 6 is this. He says, listen, these top salesmen are all hungry for new ideas. They always are hunting for the ways to be, you know, do their job better. Attending as many sales conventions as you can and if you get only one idea, the time and money you spent will be the best investment you'll ever make. Besides, it will give you an opportunity to meet with some of the big fellas. Meeting them personally, hearing them talk will inspire you. Uh, you'll go back home with a new confidence and enthusiasm. And, you know, honestly, that's, that's you know, basically what was said in, in Chapter 6 there. But that's what happened to me, you know, quite honestly, when I left our last convention, you know, that, uh, 
being at convention, talking to some of the big fellows, as he said, um, you know, being able to talk to John Kite and Jared Ewan and, you know, Nick Theodore, I mean, that that in itself fired me up, you know, and, and you know, those are on this call, I think it done the same thing. I, you know, I can think of Marsha and Roberts, uh, you know, Roger Hunter, um, you know, Elvier. I mean, some of you guys after convention, it's obvious what we looked at uh, there, what we heard you put into play. Um, so my commitment, um, and, and I hope it's your commitment, is reading, you know, 20 to 30 minutes a day. I promise you, um, you know, you'll see a difference in yourself and also the way you think about this business. And I, I want to remind everybody, that was an exact quote out of Betcher's book, or Betcher's book that uh, Johnny was reading there about making the best investment you'll ever make, going to conventions and so on. You also mentioned in the commit aspect on your perspective of this, Johnny, uh, becoming a student of the system. Uh, do you want to share with everybody how, what that means to you and how that looks in our world? Yes, sir, um, and if it's okay with you, Dick, I kind of um, combined the second and third uh, step or the second and third process um, in, in being a student uh, uh, of the system, plugging into everything. If it's okay with you, I'd like to kind of combine them if that's all right. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. Okay, all right. Um, so, yeah, as far as uh, a student of the system, uh, plugging into everything, um, you know, letting that be your first priority over any sales or recruiting activities. You know, guys, we have a system in place, uh, you know, that all have to do, uh, you know, that we all have to do is plug into it. I mean, you know, we have Sylvester Team Media with podcasts, videos, phone scripts, in-home presentations. We have the uh, Equisite, uh, Launchpad, uh, video training, podcast, uh, product training, and, you know, it, by looking at this, um, you know, I, it made me think of Robert Volgich. Um, you want to know why Robert's one of the top producers and builders in this company? It's because he's a student of the business. He plugs into everything. He's on every call. He's reaching out to, uh, you know, other leaders within Equus to pick their brain. You know, he called me a, a, a couple months ago, and he said, man, have you listened to Dick's uh, podcast number 17 on the Sylvester Team podcast about critical period? And uh, he said, that's the best thing I've ever heard, <laughs> you know. He said, I've listened to it 10 times already. And um, you want to know... Uh, you know, I bet when Robert's in a home, a critical period concept comes up into play. I guarantee you that Robert knows how to present it because he's plugging into everything. Not only that, but he's leading all his agents to do the same thing. Look at the Burning Man, Eric Yarborough. I mean, he's, in, he's killing it in the field and also on the recruiting side as well. And so I think, you know, by Robert doing what he's doing, He's plugging into everything. He's, he's able to duplicate that to his team, and you can see why he's got, you know, five, six writers now. He, he's on the verge of becoming district manager already. Um, there's a reason that we have these calls, guys. There's a reason that we have the Sylvester Team podcast. There's a reason that we have webinars, um, you know, so that we all can plug in, be a student of the business. So what I'm asking is please take advantage of what we have here. Uh, get a daily planner, and the first thing you do is put the builders in, uh, the builders call in, and put the nuts and bolts call in, put the Ignite call in, 
and make this your first priority over any sales or recruiting activity. Um, you know, I've been in this business like I talked about earlier for 10 years, and I struggled for nine years. I I never plugged into the conference calls. I never plugged into the trainings. I was stubborn, and kind of how my wife puts it, I'm a little bit hard-headed. Um, but I wanted to do all do it all on my own. And when I started Equus last year, I decided to humble myself and follow Dick, follow Connie, follow Pete, um, because the system works. I mean, it's obvious. They are, have been successful for year after year after year. And in, in less than a year's time, guys, my family's life has changed. I don't have to worry about my bills. I don't have to worry about my wife and I being able to go out to eat on Friday night. Um, and so, and it, and it all comes down to me uh, following the system, plugging in to what's available to us, not trying to reinvent the wheel. You know, Johnny, that's inspiring because each one of us have had our own lack for lack of a better term, ego, that, you know, I got this. And when we have it, a lot of times, you know, we are blind. All of us have blind spots. And by plugging in, slowly but surely, hearing someone else do something a little bit differently, reading that 20 minutes a day, who knows what it might be, but the constant plugging in starts eroding away uh, our own ego. And once that gets out of the way, you're right. You know, after nine years, things changed, and that's that's inspiring to hear. Um, talking about change, you had made the comment when we talked about changing quickly. Now we're not talking about jumping off a cliff, you know, anything okay. like that. Kind of explain to everybody how the change quickly um, manifests itself in your life and your business. Yes, sir. If it's okay, um, I just want to kind of mention, and I've seen this change. I know me uh, personally, I knew just like Marsha Seacrest. She, she, I talked to her, uh, you know, at, at convention. We had a conversation, and um, you know, in January, and she said that she wanted and needed to make some changes uh, for her business, and she needed to do it quickly. I feel like I needed to do the same thing. Um, you know, after nine years struggling this business, I was to the point to where, you know, what I'm done with this. My wife, we talked about it, and you know, just so happened, Equus happened to pop up for us, and and at that time, I knew that I had to make some changes, and I had to make them quickly. But Marsha made a, a decision when she got back from uh, convention, and, uh, you know, she had been working kind of part-time or, you know, kind of what we call it sometimes, and she wanted to get serious about this. You know, she had been making three, four appointments a week, recruiting one or two agents a month, and she wasn't happy. Um, she wasn't happy at all about it. She told me she was not happy, and, and she made changes and made them quickly. And as you guys are looking at her numbers and, and watching her on Group Me, she is not happy until she has set 12 to 15 appointments a week. And that, that to me, is inspiring. I love her attitude. I love the way she looks at this business. She's, every day she calls me. She plugs in to me. She's asking questions. She's, she's also committed to growing her team. You know, she's committed to leading from the front um, just by sales, but she also wants to you know, she's a part of the co-op now. She wants to build a team. She's serious about this. I know, uh, Dick, we were at uh, together. Marsha was there. We were at the, um, the training in Raleigh last Thursday, and she brought an agent that has never been in the insurance business. Uh, her name was Nicole Schaefer, 
and and you know just brought her in to kind of see what we were doing. Um, and Nicole was 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 happy. She she loved uh, you know listening to John Kite, listening to you, um, you know listening to um, Gary Keith, and so you know and, and Nicole was not even licensed yet. So basically, uh, what Marcia did is she asked Nicole on Thursday or either Friday. She got her ICA. She said, you know what, I need you to send me 25 more market recruits, and I need them by Monday at noon. Well, Sunday afternoon. Uh, you know, Marsha gives me a call while I'm at the fire department and says, you know what, she's already sent my 25 more market leads to me. So we're preparing right now on, you know, uh, the script, how to call on them, um, and, and get them in touch with us. So, you know, Marsha's embraced the need for change and change quickly. And, you know, there's a lot of people on this call right now that's embraced, you know, the same uh, change, change quickly. I see Roger Hunter on the boards every day. I look at you know, a new agent with us, uh, Emily Wolford. She's producing on a daily basis. Uh, you know, Dave Crocker um, and, and Maria. And I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to say her last name, but Maria Kay. I know she's. Uh, you know, she's she sees the name for changing quickly. You know, Wendell Guzman. Um, I see a new name, uh, Phil Elder. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, you know, Michael McRae. I mean, these guys are. I think they embrace that this is something that we need to do. Uh, we need to make changes. I mean, you guys, um, you know, are leading from the front, and <clears throat> you grow, uh, you will grow follow by following the leader, as Barry would say. So I think with these guys leading from the front, once they start building, if they hadn't already, I think that that's going to be important that um, their agents see them right in business, their agents see them plugging into these calls. Um, you know, I think we all should think about our agency, see what is working, change quickly what is not, commit to the co-op. I, I love the co-op. I'm so excited that next Thursday I get to spend, you know, uh, all day long making phone calls, um, you know, uh, because just like Brandy said, you know, I might get five ICAs. I might get eight ICAs next Thursday. How exciting is that? Um, you know, by building your team. So, you know, commit to a zip recruiter ad. Um, you know, commit to getting more market lists from your team. I mean, Marsha has proven here that she's committed to getting those warm market leads or lists from her team. Uh, three to five years from now, guys, it, it's not going to be the same opportunity that we have right now. I can promise you that. Um, by building an agency, building a huge agency, now is the time for us to, to, to dig in uh, change quickly, guys. Change quickly. You know, Johnny, it's interesting you say that in three to five years, how much difference a business be. Right now we have 27 RMs in the country, and uh, within two years we're going to need over 100. Now, the company can continue doing their whatever they do. Uh, those of us that are recruiting can do whatever we do, and we can be responsible for those 100, or we can watch someone else become responsible for those 100, and uh, someone else will get the benefit from that RM. Now, the person that benefits most when you hire a, a, an agent and they become an RM, the one that benefits the most is the person who grows to the RM status. Now, does the one that hired them benefit? Yes, but our life has already changed. But we have the opportunity before us to change 75-plus people their lives forever over the next 24 months. And guys, I 
Johnny's right with all the things that he's talked about here. It's just exciting to see the opportunity and how our life has changed. And I think, Johnny, of, of everything you've said today, one of the things that stood out, a lot of things have stood out. I've made several notes on my notes here, but the fact that the first nine years you did it Johnny's way and um, didn't work out quite so well, not because Johnny wasn't talented, but you need the support of the village and being committed. Yeah, that's it, Connie. Um, you also talked, Johnny, about taking 100% responsibility for your life and remaining emotionally stable. Um, what does that mean to you? Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I kind of say this, oh, my gosh, this business is an emotional roller coaster ride. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like last week, you know, I, I protected five families. You know, I ICA'd a, a couple of agents last week. But you know what? This week I've only protected one. And I haven't ICA'd a single agent this week. And, you know, we, we that makes it tough. I mean, it, you know, you get your highs like last week and you get your lows like this week, but you got to stay emotionally stable. you got to keep that mind focused on the goal at the end, you know, in the end. You know, we get told no on the phone. We get hung up on. We get cussed at. I mean, it is crazy some of the things that people say to me. You know, we talk to new recruits. And, you know, i got recruits that I talk to sometimes. They try to interview me. <laughs> you know, how frustrating is that? Hey, I'm the one interviewing here. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes the, the recruits are rude to you. And, you know, if you can just stay focused again on that emotional stability. Um, you know, we have to keep a check on our emotions. Um, you know, I, I read a quote a while back that said, you know, there are times that we're happy. There are times that we're sad. But I always try to separate emotion from the need for something stronger and something deeper. And then no matter the emotion, I can reach for stability that helps me accomplish what the goal is. And, guys, we have to stay focused on the end result. We can't let emotion keep us from doing that. You know, I've been guilty of this. I've had bad weeks. I've got frustrated to the point that, man, I just say I'm not dialing today. Uh, you know, I don't want to do interviews today, but... Take a deep breath and, and keep the emotions at check. You know, strive for the goals. You know, I've hit my first goal, which is district manager, but I'm not stopping here. I can promise you I'm not going to let emotions get in front of me or get in my way. My goal is to become a regional manager and also become part of the Equus, Equus bonus. So, guys, keep those emotions at check. Keep them at check and keep that goal, that end goal in mind. You know, Johnny, that's one of your strongest suits that I've seen since you're over here. And this is a rhetorical question. I don't want you to answer it, but I just wonder during those first nine years if that was part of the scheme, that was part of your, your fabric at that time. Um, you know, because we, we are, this is a, uh, an evolutionary process. We're growing. The best news for those of you to do on the call today, no matter where you are today, our system doesn't make you, but it allows you to grow to whatever level you want. And I remember when I first started, if somebody had given me a team of 100 or even 50 agents, I probably wouldn't have done so well with it. But this business is kind of like, thank God the Lord gives us babies when they're little and doesn't give us kids when they're teenagers because we're allowed to grow into this uh, parenthood, so to speak, uh, slowly. And you know, Johnny, the good news is 
this week's not over yet, so you might still end up recruiting a half a dozen people or writing some more apps. Um, when you were talking, yeah, when you were talking about uh, being stable, um, when you and a lot of you on the call don't know this yet. But when you've got the best plan around, guys, I really don't think there's much you could say, not because I'm so emotionally stable. I think I am. Uh, but you can't say much to Dick Sylvester or Johnny or Pete or a lot of us out here about our business not being good or not working or anything. You just can't do that because you can say it, but it's not going to affect us because we know we've got the goods. It's kind of like when you know you've got the gold and somebody is – talking about you know taking advantage of you or doing over on you. It doesn't matter. They can talk all they want. It's not going to happen because we know. We just know that we know. And our goal is to get every one of you on the phone here today to this stable stability position that Johnny is and that he talked about and getting you to the point that you know that's why we have everybody call bonus leads. You know, I used to have people call me all the time, oh, these leads think that's not any good. Don't tell Dick Sylvester that. I've been running them for almost 20 years. I know if I had 10 A leads, I knew three of them were no good. But I knew out of the remaining seven, I was going to write four or five applications. You couldn't talk for a month and convince me otherwise because I knew that I knew that I knew. And that's where we want everybody to get to it. And that's part of the reason main reasons we had Johnny cover this today because he's the epitome of that stability we're talking about. Now, Johnny, you and I talked also about committing and embracing the process uh, in the business. How has that changed your life, and what does that mean to you? Well, I'll tell you, like I said you know, before, I mean, we have a process to follow. Man, do we have a process to follow at the Unitrust Agency. But you know what, guys? I would not want it any other way. You know, I mentioned earlier, I've struggled in this industry for nine years because either I didn't have a process or a system to follow or I was too daggone hard-headed to follow it. You know, uh, you know, you may ask, well, do I have to role-play the phone script with Dick and Pete? Um, you know, why do I have to do that? Well, Dick's been in this business for over 20 years. Pete's been in this business for over 10 years. And who better to help you get you know, um, get the, the script right than Dick and Pete. You know, I, I heard Dick quote last week, amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice until they never get it wrong. I'll say that again. Amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice until they never get it wrong. And, you know, Dick and Pete know where you need to tweak the, the, the script. They can They can listen to you. They can... They can hear little things that, you know, I'm not accustomed to yet. Of course, you know, a new agent does come to me. I like to work the phone script with them, help them with it. But Dick is my last resort. He's the one that's going to make the final decision whether you're ready to go out and, and make calls or not. Um, you know, so, so that you're successful on the phone setting appointments. You know, uh, another thing, you know, a process that we have, you know, Connie, Connie wants us, you know, you ask, why does Connie need to scrub our first application? Well, Connie's been doing this for 20 years as well, and I can promise you she knows what she's looking for um, on this application. She, she wants to get it approved. 
And so that's why we have that process in place. I mean, after you've gotten three or four out of the way, then Connie says, okay, you can move on. You, you can handle this on your own. And, and just like Dick mentioned earlier, you know, you may ask, well, why can't I buy e-leads from the get-go? You know, I have this question asked me all the time. Well, you're not experienced enough, my opinion, to waste $40 on an e-lead. You need to prove that you can set the appointments with a C and D lead, just like uh, Dick mentioned. And you know, if it were me as a new agent, I wouldn't, you know, want to take that chance of buying ten A leads and not setting a single appointment. That's disappointing. That would discourage you, and that will put you out of business pretty quickly. Um, so em- embrace the process, guys. The process makes you duplicatable, which I absolutely love that this process and this system that Dick and Connie and Pete have put together is duplicatable and it's easy to duplicate. Um, You know, I've been talking with um, Al Dennis, one of my new agents, his wife Erica. Um, You know, she's kind of stepped in to kind of help him, uh, you know, not necessarily stay on track, but just help him, uh, you know, in the office and help him get prepared for things. And, you know, I I feel good that I'm able to talk to Erica and talk to Al on the phone and just duplicate exactly what Dick and Connie and Pete have put together. You know, when you hire a new agent and you duplicate the process, Dick, Connie, and Pete know exactly what to expect from that new agent. You know, everyone is doing the same processes. Uh, We're not reinventing the wheel, in other words. And this process works, and it works perfectly. So uh, I just love the opportunity, Dick. Um, thank you for letting me be on the call today. I love the opportunity of being able to have something in place for me to follow. And like you said, my first nine years was a struggle. And, and you know, maybe there was some processes in place. Maybe there was some things that I could have followed, but I was too daggone hard-headed to follow them. And I, I knew when I came to Equus, this was my last shot at it, that my wife and I talked about it. this was my last shot at it. And so... I've learned to embrace the process. I've learned to follow exactly what you are telling me to do. Uh, Again, I don't go to the right or left. I do it exactly as you ask. And I think that everybody that's on this call today, if they would embrace the process, embrace uh, not only what I say but what Dick is saying, and just follow it to the T, you know, you're going to hit your march. You're going to be at district manager in 90 days. You're going to be at regional manager you know, in 100 days or 120 days. So embrace the process, guys. I think it's important. Johnny, uh, this call has turned out, exceeded my expectations by head and shoulders. I really want to thank you for taking the time. I know you prepared a lot for this. It was obvious, and I hope everybody has some things that they can take away from this. I think if – I like to distill things down to one real strong bullet point, I think this might – might sum it up pretty well, you know, don't fly by the seat of your pants because if you do, it's not going to turn out well. There is a system that Johnny has outlined impeccably well here. Uh, Not the exact system word for word, step by step, but the fact that it exists and if you follow it, you'll see changes. Nine years of struggling and less than a year totally turned things around again. And if you're one of those people, and you know who you are, if you are like the amateur, practice till you get it right, but you still fly by the seat of your pants, no. People ask me all the time when we talk about in-home presentations, guys, 
my even back in my campsite days when I was selling campsites, I had a system that I followed religiously. And I was always in the top three every month of the salespeople. Uh, I, I don't think I was rarely less than five out of 40 people on the line. And at the end of the year, I was either number one, two, or three. And um, on a monthly basis, I was usually in that number three slot. But because I did the same thing over and over and over and over again, that is the key. I did not fly by the seat of my pants. And I'll close with this. I took an agent out with me. They hired him. And he was a friend of ours from church. And the guy that was a sales manager was a friend of ours from church. And he said, Gary, I want you to ride with Dick. And uh, so I went out once and just took him out with a customer, and he listened. And then they wanted me to take him out and teach him what I did. And about 10 minutes into it, he starts laughing, just belly roaring. I was livid. Took him to the office, threw him out of the Jeep. I said, I, and I told the manager, I said, I don't ever want him in my car again. And months later, I asked her, I said, why did you think what I was doing was so funny? I said, I was offended with that. And he said, Dick, he said, I realized how much you knew, how well prepared you were, and I was so overwhelmed. He said, I had two reactions, either a man to start crying in your Jeep or laughing. And he says, I was embarrassed to cry. But that's, that's not flying by the seat of your pants, folks. That's being prepared so that you know when you leave the house, you know where you're going to go. And we're actually going to cover that on the next call today. We're going to do critical period with equity protection for everybody. We're also going to be talking about the leads and uh, why the script is so important and using the different types of leads and how they come out. So you're going to pick up a lot of information on that next call about sales and nuts and bolts. And that's what it's about.